expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 108 points this morning from Friday's close at 18,512 on turnover of 7.5 billion NT. The TIEX followed other regional markets and lost ground on Friday following a retreat on Wall Street overnight, on the back of a slide in tech shares that left the Nasdaq down 2.5%. Lawmakers this week are likely to pass an amendment to the Local Government Act. The amendment will pave the way for the merger of Xingzhu City and County and its upgrade to status of a special municipality. The bill cleared its first legislative hurdle on December 24th and is now in the final committee review stage. It was sponsored by DPP Legislative Caucus Whip Ke Jinming and seeks to lower the bar on the establishment of special municipalities to regions hoping to upgrade to special municipality status. They no longer have to meet the minimum population requirement. As of November 2021, approximately 1.02 million people lived in the combined region of Xingzhu City and County. And the Central Epidemic Command Center says the government's 1922 vaccination website will again begin accepting a new round of appointments tomorrow. However, the booking site will only be open to appointments for vaccine booster shots. Those shots will be administered from next Monday until Saturday, January 30th. Bookings can be made from 10 a.m. tomorrow through noon on Thursday. According to the Epidemic Command Center, coronavirus vaccination appointments can be made daily at hospitals and clinics island-wide, while local governments are also setting up more walk-in sites. Those options do not require advanced registration on the central government's website and are not limited to booster shots and additional doses. In international news, the FBI says it was a British national who held four worshippers hostage at the Congregation Beth Israel Synagogue in Texas on Saturday. After a near 11-hour standoff, an elite FBI SWAT team stormed the building. All of the hostages made it out alive, and the suspect was killed. Tony Waterman is in Austin, Texas. The FBI has identified him as 44-year-old Malik Fazl Akram. According to reports, he had been living in the UK and only recently traveled to the United States. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that he used a handgun in this standoff and that officials are now trying to figure out when and how he bought it. Law enforcement, though, do believe Akram was a lone wolf, saying that at this point in their investigation, there is no indication that other people were involved. But this investigation is now stretching across the Atlantic. The UK Foreign Office has already been in touch with local authorities 
authorities here in Texas as they try to understand just how far-reaching this plot may have been. But both the UK and the US have now called this an act of terror. That was Tony Waterman. And finally, Australia says it will neither be a straightforward nor easy process for tennis number one Novak Djokovic to return to Australia after his visa was cancelled. Under Australia's Migration Act, Djokovic can't be granted a visa for three years unless there are exceptional circumstances. Sky News quoted Australia's Home Affairs Minister Karen Andrews as saying that the ban can be waived in the future. But that was, in her words, a matter for sometime in the future. The country's federal court dismissed the tennis star's legal argument that cancelling the visa was irrational or legally unreasonable. Djokovic left Melbourne on a flight to Spain late on Sunday night. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.